Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning into the podcast today. If you listened and joined us on Monday, you know I was honored to be uh, chit-chatted up with Rich Rideout, and he's with us again today. Good morning, everyone. That's right, that's right. right. Thanks, Pastor Clark, for the introduction. Glad to be here. You bet, man. Well, we're going to continue trekking our way through Genesis, and today we're hopping over to Genesis 25. Uh, Genesis 25, if you have a subtitle in your Bible, it probably says the death of Abraham. He's played a very important role. 14 chapters been dedicated to this man. Um, and so the context, I get the, the big picture context for this chapter is um, Abraham is trying to find a wife for Isaac. And it's just so random to me that um, verse 1, Sarah just died, and he picks up another woman to be his wife for the end of his days. It's like, come on, man. He certainly does. Yeah, Abraham had taken another wife whose name was Keturah. I don't think we have any Keturahs in the family. Keturah Corver. Starts with a K. <laughs> I'll have to pitch that one towards Bobby if we have any more kids. But anyways, what uh, what stands out to you, man? Um, well, you initially talked about Keturah, and it's um, interesting that he took her as a wife, and um, she actually had, they actually had additional children. Dude, how and, old is this guy at this point? And <laughs> that's a good question. And he... Um, he basically sends um, the kids away, you know, from from his son Isaac, you know, who was the uh, the promised uh, child of him and uh, Sarah of yeah. uh, of, um, of um, Sarah and a- Abraham. So yeah. Isaac sends him away, you know, his um, his his own kids away. Yeah. So yeah, 175 years. It's hard for us to get our head around this in a modern day, mm-hmm. but that's what it says. That's what it says. Um, but what's fascinating is when he dies, you just see Abraham's kindness even here blessing the children that aren't part of the promise. Uh, verse 5 and 6, he left everything he owned to Isaac, but while he was still living, he gave gifts to the sons of his concubines and sent them away from his son Isaac to the land of the east. So, like you just said, it's just, it's just fascinating. Again, when it comes to concubines and polygamy, this is not something that God ever blesses or condones or tells us to do. Every time we see polygamy in the Bible... Nothing good comes from it. It's division. It's there's tension. There's backstabbing. There's hurt. So that's one takeaway I have from from, from reading the Old Testament. Always, indeed. There's always issues when it um, comes to um, that type of issue, having additional wives, etc. Yeah. So as we move through it, um, we have Ishmael. Ishmael's sons in verses twelve through eighteen. Um, I guess what stands out to me again is this is a very important uh, role in the Islamic tradition, going back from Ishmael to Abraham, and how it's, from here he goes to the Arabian Peninsula, which is where we have the, the vast majority of, of Muslims today. It's kind of the home of that. So historically, that's where you go. But what's fascinating, when God gives Abraham the instructions for blessings, he, he always gives him two options. And you see this in Deuteronomy, you see this in Numbers. He basically says there's two options. One is you go the way of blessing. And if you want the way of blessing, you're obedient to the way of God. The other opportunity here for you is that of a curse. And if you're not following the Lord, you're going to experience a life that's going to be 
pretentious and filled with pain. And you might be wealthy, you might have lots of cows or flocks or herds back then, but right. it's still not going to be. It's not going to be healthy. It's not going to be well. So what's interesting to me is when you go back to Abraham's initial blessing, God said, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. And so when it comes back to now Isaac and Ishmael, Ishmael is blessed, but he's also told this is going to be one who rises up like a donkey and sets his hand against his brothers and is going to be at war all the time. Right. And you see the, the potential for violence and division there already. So anyways, interesting. Anything on your end for Ishmael? What do you I, want think to is that, I think is that probably for Ishmael is that, um, that the work of God is bigger than any one person. Yep. In that um, God can still uh, work and do things, you know, through Ishmael also, even through a, a different lens or through a different, a different lane, and in which obviously the Lord uses him also. For sure, for sure. So I think uh, the primary, the kind of meat of this passage, would you say, comes from the second half, and it's verses 19 through 34. The old Jacob and Esau passages. So there's a lot to unpack here, Rich. There definitely what, is. What what stands out? Well, um, I think probably a big part is, um, I think you guys mentioned it maybe in a previous uh, pod, podcast, but um, the Lord actually talked to Rebecca after she um, uh, becomes pregnant because the babies were jostling within her. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, uh, the Lord basically said that the older will serve the younger. And one of the things that uh, comes out is that you can't thwart... Um, the Lord's word or, or the Lord's will, because um, as we see um, later on um, in the passage, is that that's exactly what happens. Yeah. You want to read verse like 23 for us? Sure. Absolutely. It says, the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other and the older will serve the younger. Mm. So what's happening here is there's a prophecy already of what's to happen in Jacob and Esau's relationship, which you're about to read in the the following verses. And what's interesting about this is this is picked up in Romans 9 when Paul is talking about how God has predestined Israel and basically called his people to come from the line of Jacob despite Esau being older. And that's hard to get our head around and is quoted again by Paul later on. And God's sovereign. He's over this whole story. It's his story he's unfolding. He's using us um, for relationship, for his glory, to, intended to bring flourishing and life to all of creation, and humanity continues to mess it up. So when the whole battle between free will and predestination, it seems like the Bible is a both and, not an either or. I would say that God's clearly sovereign. He has a plan. He's ordaining days. He knows how many hairs are on your head. And yet it's still, when it comes to blessing, he's saying, choose. Do you want blessing or do you want curse? And at the end of the day, you're not going to thwart God's plan. Right. He's going to fulfill it. And that's just hard for us to get our minds around sometimes. Like, how does this actually work? And I don't Very have true. an answer for you. People have been fighting about this for thousands of years, and we're not here to fight with you about it today. But I would say instead of you know letting go of one, free will, or God's sovereignty— you're holding them both together and understanding that God is, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His concept of time is different than ours. And yet God is working for our good Absolutely. in the midst of this. And even in this prophecy right here, he tells you this is what's going to happen. Esau is going to end up serving the younger brother. 
Yeah. I mean, we have um, what we would call limited knowledge. You know, we can only see so far, you know, as being um, as being humans and God, his his knowledge is unlimited. Mm -hmm. You know, he he sees the full spectrum of everything. So he had already knew the um, the even before they were born, the character of the older. He already knew that he would despise his birthright. Yeah. And um, God's choices are always good and right. You know, so we have to look look at it from that perspective, too. Amen. Amen. So let's look at just Jacob and Esau. A little compare and contrast here. You go to verse 27. It says, The boys grew up, and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country. <laughs> Sounds like a macho man. Skillful hunter. <laughs> you know, while Jacob was content to stay at home among the tents. Uh, Isaac, who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau. Uh, but Rebecca loved Jacob. So again, you have division in the family. You have favoritism. You have um, two brothers that are vastly different from one another. What happens here is Jacob is a deceitful little stinker, and he he steals his brother's birthright. You want to read for us um, verse 29 through 34, and we can unpack it? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. It says, once when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country, famished. He said to Jacob, quick, let me have some of that red stew. I'm famished. That is why he was also called Edom. Jacob replied, first sell me your birthright. Look, I am about to die, Esau said. Mm. What good is a birthright to me? But Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew. He ate and drank and then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. Mm. So I look at the difference of those two two brothers there. Esau is focused on um, the present moment. He didn't care about the future. I got to believe that he's just exaggerating here. Like, come on, bro, I'm about to die. I'm starving. One of those lines where, yeah, he's probably really hungry, but I I don't think he's on his deathbed. Maybe he was. I don't know. Because I don't know how you you cough up your birthright like that so quickly and so easily. Right. I just don't think he thought it was very, very important. I mean, I don't think it was until later when the blessing was to come that he realized that it was so, so important that that birthright was um, was that important because they inherited that older would inherit a double portion mm-hmm. of all and they would be actually head of the family. Yeah, yeah. So while Jacob's look or Esau's looking at the present moment, Jacob, while he's deceitful, he's future oriented. He knows what he's doing. Absolutely. He's got a plan, and uh, it's interesting here because you have a, a temporary problem, but it's going to have permanent consequences. You have this little decision right here is going to have actually eternal consequences where people will be forever affected by it, for the better or for the worse. That's for sure. I mean, for the worse for Esau, his line is becoming pretty messed up, and there's all kinds of immorality that comes from his line. Uh, Jacob, while he's messed up, ends up being in the line of Jesus, which is still baffling, the deceitful one, and God chose him to be part of his family line. Wow. So... Another part that's fascinating to me, and then I'll turn it back to you to wrap up, is when you go back to Jacob 
um, and Esau and like them being prayed for to even come to live. Verse 21, it says, Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife. She was childless. The Lord answered his prayer. But again, this is years past, years. And I just think about my impatience and waiting on the Lord. And Jody and I talked about it this last week as well, where, I mean, if something doesn't happen in five minutes, ten minutes a day, I order my Amazon Prime. It's not here in 24 hours. 48 hours, that's a long time. Like, come on, where's my stuff? And we're talking about years. And it says that he was persistent in his prayers. And it's like, well, okay, Lord. Self-control, requiring faith. I'm pursuing you, Lord. I'm going to trust you. And I pray you be glorified in and through my, my life. And you know, it's God's working in and through the mess of humanity here. Indeed, indeed, He does. Yeah, each and every day. Yeah. Anything you got to wrap up, brother? Um, probably just looking at the um, um, selling the uh, birthright. You know, um, Jacob knew that it was valuable, and, mm-hmm. and I just kind of look look at that and put it in today's con- context. You know, there are so many birthrights that we have in in Jesus, you know, every spiritual blessing, uh, the blessing of uh, being chosen by Jesus, um, being um, sons and daughters, Mm -hmm. you know, of the Most High God. And um, do we um, sometimes, do we despise our own birthrights, you know, into the Lord's family by being too busy to read the Bible or being too busy to come to church? Yeah. And things of that nature, you know, um, we can choose other things than to choose a road um, that, that, that leads to life, that leads to, to the Lord. So that's mm-hmm. what I got out of that part. Just kind of trying to bring that all the way up in today's context. That's a good line. Do we despise our birthright today? We take an advantage of it because, yeah, God has blessed us yes. in many different ways. So, all right. Hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in today. Rich, it's been a blast hanging with you, man. Thank you very much. Two-thirds of the way down. we got one more coming your way Friday. And as always, we're praying that you're diving into the Word. If you're looking for some secondary resources to help you make sense of Genesis, I'd encourage you to hop on YouTube or go to thebibleproject.com. The Bible Project crew has done a great job breaking down books of the Bible, even characters of the Bible, themes, and giving really helpful teachings, videos, podcasts, and even manuscripts as to what's happening here. So go to the Bible Project, check out the patriarchs, or check out just the book of Genesis, and I I think it will be helpful making sense of what's happening here. So God bless you. Thanks for listening, and Rich and I will be talking to you Friday. Bye-bye. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.